0: and welcome. This is season four, episode 12 of Messy Nest Magic, Empty Nest Decluttering. First, we manage our attachments, and then we manage our stuff. In the past 24 hours, have you taken sufficient care of your basic self-care needs? Have you attended to yourself? Put yourself first, put self-care first. If you need a little extra time for that, turn off this audio and come back when you're really ready. Thank you. In episode 10, so that's two days ago, today is episode 12, but in episode 10 we talked about getting together a list of approximately 50 things. If you haven't already done that by going to your sanctuary, episode 10 is uh, helping you (laughs) to do it quickly because if you don't have a lot of things on your list This process is not going to be as instructive or effective for you. So yesterday, episode 11, begins with the assumption that you do have a big list. So again, try and do these things sequentially at this part of the program. Later, you can skip around when you're confident of the process. But for now, please go in order. So first, get a big long list. then the second thing, which was from yesterday, is to go through and rate the strength of your attachment to the things on your list one at a time. And I left it open for you to create your own rating system, whether you like one that is low, medium, high, one to five, one to ten, don't get hung up on it. I think low, medium, high is a pretty good one because Once you start quibbling with yourself over whether something is a six or seven, you are falling into a trap that is just an energy suck. You don't need the energy drained out of you by trivia. So, you know, be as simple with it as you can when you're doing your rating. So today, in episode 12, we're working on that same list, but we're going to do something different. And... In due course, we are going to get to each of the four reasons that I keep repeating to you for why people keep stuff. You may have lots of reasons that are outside these four, and that's just fine. But we'll use these four as a way to train ourselves in the process of dealing with the reason. So let me get more specific here. One of the reasons many people say they keep things is because the thing is useful. So, it may not be the only reason you're keeping it, but it's the dominant reason. So, have you got any things on your list where the dominant reason for keeping is useful? And look down the list, and if you've got something that you're rating as useful and rating as low, That would be a good place to start for today's exercise. If you don't have anything like that, just listen and and you'll get an idea of where we're going and how you can apply it in, in your particular circumstance. So our example is of something that is being kept because it's useful, but the strength of that why is pretty low. So here is a challenge question for anything you're keeping because it is useful. Imagine if I just said to you, yeah, yeah, I know that frying pan is kind of ugly, but I'm keeping it because it's useful. You would probably say to me, when was the last time you used it? Or how often do you use it? something along that line, a challenge directly to that reason. And I like the question, when was the last time you used it? Because that really makes you think about how useful is it? Things don't have to be used frequently to justify holding on to them. We only use our Christmas tree stand once a year, (laughs) but it's very useful. So it's not the frequency of use it's the frequency of use relative to the purpose of the item. A Christmas tree stand is meant to be used once a year. So if we're using it every year, perfect. A frying pan that hasn't been used in a year is another matter. So, take a look at your useful items in your, in your own list in your journal. and. I suggest starting with the low-ranked ones because it may be easy for you at this point to ask the challenge question, when was the last time I used it? And then really think about that. The next logical question is, why am I keeping it? Knowing what I now know, why am I keeping it? Is there any other reason? Does the useful reason still hold water when you look at it critically? So for today, I invite you to challenge your useful items. Start with the low ones and move up to the high ones. And the answers are not right or wrong. They're informative. (laughs) And so if you need more space in your journal, to uh, make a list of the things that you still feel you should keep because they're useful, go ahead and do that. You can manage your list however you want it, but it's very satisfying to cross things off the list if you recognize that you don't need it and you do dispose of it. So maybe that satisfaction is a little bit appealing right now. Today's Work, I'm going to just call it what it is. Work, today's work is to challenge the reason why you are keeping the useful items on your list. I've suggested the challenge question is when did you last use it? If you have a different challenge question that you like better, by all means use that and in fact share it with everyone else. It, it's great to know you know, more questions, more ways of getting at the same um, desired solution. So the challenge question applies to each item. For each item that's useful, ask the challenge question and see if it makes you decide what to do with the item. Does it stay or does it go? Where does it belong? What What are my thoughts about this item now? I decided when I went through this exercise with some of my things. And I asked, okay, I'm keeping this because it's useful. When did I last use it? So one of the objects was a bread machine, and I hadn't used it in probably three years, bread making machine. And I thought, well, actually, I'm going to use what I have. So in that situation, I brought it out of retirement, and I use it frequently now. So. It's not necessarily that something you don't use has to be gotten rid of. Maybe it's a sign that you bought it for a reason. So let's see if we can use what we have. I've done the same thing with spices. I had like so many spices. And I've been using what I have because I hadn't been cooking with them. And I started using kind of bizarre spices in some cases. But um, just... Using what we have to enjoy them, to let them fulfill the purpose for which we bought them. Spices don't improve with time. May as well just use them. A bread machine doesn't do any good sitting down in the basement, but in the kitchen it's very useful. So if you bought something because it's useful, if you're holding on to it because it's useful, then why aren't you using it? Get using it. If that doesn't feel right to you, then maybe you don't need that thing anymore. Thank you for listening to that. I hope you are inspired to go and challenge yourself on those useful items. And looking ahead to the days that are to come, we'll be talking about challenge questions for the other reasons for keeping things. So if you have great challenge questions, please let me know. I'd be happy to share them. With the group on your behalf and just find what feels comfortable and works for you. We are really challenging ourselves on our reasons for keeping stuff. And when you feel like the reason isn't making sense, you will intuitively know that you can just get rid of that thing. I don't have to tell you that. Okay, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening